Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over when you can tell that your filter is not operating correctly. In other words, when you have to replace the DE grids or the cartridges inside the filter, or if you have a sand filter, when it's time to change the sand in your sand filter. This podcast is brought to you by IndioPools.com. Indio Pools has been helping pool owners find the right pool parts in 2001. With over 50,000 pool parts in stock, order online today and have the parts delivered right to your door. One of the first indicators that there's a problem with the filtration of the pool is that the water quality is suffering in the pool. This means that the water may not be crystal clear. You may notice also poor flow coming out of the filter, maybe really high filter pressure. In your pool's filter pressure is measured by the gauge on top of the filter tank. It's called uh, measured in PSI or pounds per square inch. So typically a filter that's running at 30 PSI or higher indicates a lot of pressure inside the filter. And this is a good indication that the filter is dirty. It's also an indication that maybe the elements inside the filter are no good or the sand in your sand filter is no good. Another thing you'll notice is that the pool may not be holding chlorine well. So if you bring the chlorine level up to 5 parts per million, the next day it may be at zero. You also may notice algae in the pool or very cloudy water like I mentioned earlier with the bad water quality. So all of these will indicate that the pool is not functioning correctly. One thing you want to make sure before you um, focus on the filter is that the pump is running an adequate amount of time. So if you have a standard pump, not a variable speed pump, but just a regular single speed pump, make sure that it's running for the appropriate amount of time for your pool. So if you have a 15,000 gallon pool, you want to run that filter, you want to run the pump six to eight hours a day to get the water circulating. Larger pool, you want to run a longer time, a longer period of time. And if you have a variable speed pump, you want to make sure that you're running it at high speed at some point during your cycle. So it's important to make sure that the pump is running long enough to give the water a chance to circulate. And this is also something that may cause poor water quality. And you also want to make sure that the pump is running correctly, that the water is all the way inside the pump wet end or the area where you have the clear lid. You see the water fully to the top of that. You're not having any kind of other issues with the pump itself because this will also cause poor water quality. So once you rule out the fact that it's not the runtime issue, it's not the pump issue, then you want to check the chemistry of your pool. Again, I mentioned that if the filter elements are going bad inside or if the filter is really dirty, um, you're going to have a hard time holding chlorine in the pool. So check the chemistry, see what you're, where you're at with the chlorine, the pH alkalinity. And if you notice that indeed the chlorine is not holding in the pool, and you're getting a lot of algae, and you're adding the proper amount of chlorine to bring it up to the appropriate level, then you know that the filter is probably what we're going to look at as being the problem of why the pool water quality is so poor. 
So let me start with the sand filter. Sand filters, basically the sand is what filters the water. The water will pass through, the sand and dirt will stay behind. The clean water will return to the pool. In my opinion, sand filters, although they are easy to use because you don't have to take them apart and clean them, but at the same time, the sand filter doesn't filter the water nearly as well as the DE or cartridge filter. It'll filter down about 40 microns, so you're going to see less water clarity with a sand filter overall uh, versus a DE or cartridge filter. But then again, like I mentioned, they're pretty easy to operate because all you're doing is backwashing them. So one thing that could be causing the poor water quality with a sand filter is actually backwashing the sand filter too often. So the good rule of thumb is not to backwash it every week, but to backwash it only when the pressure gauge goes up by 10 PSI. So if you backwash your sand filter, mark on the gauge when you backwash it what the PSI is, and usually it's about 20 PSI in most cases. And so when it goes to 30 PSI, then you know you have to backwash the sand filter again. And I don't know the exact science behind it, but I know that sand filters or run a little better when they're a little bit dirty. So if you keep backwashing a sand filter, it's going to affect the efficiency of the sand filter to actually filter out the dirt. You can also add a small amount of diatomaceous earth or DE, the same thing you would add to a DE filter, to the sand filter, maybe a pound of it. And this will help sometimes with the filtration and the water quality of the sand filter. But over time, as the sand in the sand filter gets old, what may happen inside the sand filter itself is something called channeling. And this is where the sand filter is no longer effectively filtering out the dirt because there's channels that form inside inside the sand in the sand filter, making it ineffective in filtering the dirt out. And one thing you could try before changing the sand is to take the top off the sand filter. And once you have the top off, you can get a garden hose and put it on a low flow, low pressure, and kind of stick the garden hose inside the sand to break up any channeling that may be in there. And this is pretty effective in removing the channels that may have formed over the years in your sand filter. And this stirs up the sand pretty well. and will break all that up. So try that first. And if you do that, you still notice that either the pressure on the sand filter is going up rapidly all the time, or if the water is just not clearing up, even though you're running the pool the appropriate amount of time, then it's time to change the sand. And you can call a local pool service uh, professional to change the sand in your sand filter. There are plastic laterals inside there, so they'll have to inspect those and carefully put the sand back in. And typically, um, it's a job that you would um, refer out to a local service company and you wouldn't want to tackle it yourself. And they would come in there and change the sand and put new sand in for you. So it's something that may need to be done if you notice that your sand filter is just not effectively filtering the pool and you've tried the trick with the garden hose to remove the channels in the sand, but you notice that it's still not effective, then at that point, the sand needs to be changed in the filter. So simply changing the sand in the sand filter will solve the water quality issue if you have a pool with a sand filter and the pool's just not flowing well, not staying clear and just having all kinds of water quality issues, it's time to change the sand at that point. Now if you notice sand in the bottom of your pool with the sand filter, and you notice sand coming out of return lines, they're not dirt, I'm talking about sand that you would find at the, kind of like the beach sand that you would find at the beach, 
then what could probably be happening is the sand in the sand filter is actually coming through the sand filter through a broken lateral. So the lateral in your pool is actually a pretty simple device. It's a piece of plastic, either white or black, with fine cuts in it or holes in it or vents in it that let the water through but keep the sand from going through. So if one of these laterals is cracked, then you'll see sand going back into the pool. And you may see this also if there's something wrong with the backwash valve on the filter. But typically, if there's sand actually going into the pool, it's because of a broken lateral in most cases. So in this case, the sand filter is not going to filter effectively with a broken lateral. So you have to take the top off the filter, remove all the sand from the filter, and take out the laterals and check them and inspect them for any that are broken and replace the broken lateral so that the filter will work effectively. Let me move on to diatomaceous earth filters or D filters. You'll notice the same symptoms with a D filter as you would with the sand filter. You'll see that the water is cloudy and the chemicals may not be holding well, the chlorine may not be holding well in the water. So the first thing you want to do is assess how old the actual DE grids are on the filter. If you just bought the house, there's no way to know um, when the previous owner may have changed the DE grids out. So you have to kind of analyze it by how the filter holds up over time. So the first indicator that the grids are no good is that the filter pressure will go up very rapidly. So for instance, let's say you take the filter apart, you clean it really good, hose off the grids, put it back together, and the filter pressure is at 20 PSI. If it, within a week or two it goes up to 30 PSI, this may be an indicator that the grids are no good. However, it's kind of hard to say um, because sometimes the water quality will affect the DE filter more than other filter types. So for instance, if the pool is cloudy, there's a lot of organics in there. If the pool was green at one point and you're just doing like a green pool cleanup and there's still a lot of organic debris in the pool, what happens with a DE filter is that the grids get clogged up very quickly. So it may seem like you may need to replace them, but it just could be because there's so much organics in the water. So the only way to really know is to have a clean pool. So once it's clean of all the dead algae or organics in the pool, water is still cloudy, but you know there's nothing really in there except the water itself, I don't know if I explained that correctly. But basically the D filter, the, the grids will get clogged up with algae dust and organics very easily. And this may seem like they're bad, but they, they're just clogged up with debris. So go ahead and clean the filter again. Sometimes you need uh, two, a second cleaning to verify this. Clean it, recharge it with diatomaceous earth. And this is another thing that's important. You want to recharge it with the proper amount. I have several videos on my channel that go over how much diatomaceous earth to add to your filter. And you can refer to the manual, depending on your filter size, is how much diatomaceous earth to add. Um, one thing to note is that when diatomaceous earth is in its dry form, that one pound, a one pound scoop is actually half a pound of dry DE. So if your filter calls for um, five pounds of diatomaceous earth using a one pound scooper, you're going to put 10 scoops in because each pound of uh, dry diatomaceous earth is only half a pound. So that's just some clarification because if you put too little diatomaceous earth in, you're going to have the symptoms of the grids not being good because the filter pressure will rise rapidly. But that's because the filter is not filtering well because you don't have enough diatomaceous earth in. So be aware of the fact that if your manual calls for 5 pounds of diatomaceous earth, that would be 10 1-pound 
the e-scoops. Now, to make things even more confusing, some manufacturers make a true one-pound DE scoop, and you'll find this with the Super Pro brand. It's an orange scoop. Also, Hayward makes a black true one-pound scooper. It'll be a lot larger than the Aladdin DE scoop or the Leslie's brand DE scoop. So you'll know pretty much right away using a true one-pound scoop. So that means that one scoop of this particular scooper actually equals two pounds or two half pounds i'm making it more confusing now one scoop of the uh, of this brand's de scooper is actually one true pound because it's two half pounds of de versus half a pound per one pound scoop of the other one i know it's confusing but basically you want to make sure you have the right amount of diatomaceous earth in your de filter for it to work properly so once you've cleaned it and eliminated the fact that it's, you have the right amount of DE in there. You eliminated the fact that it's not anything in the water causing it, algae dust and organics, things like that. Then it could be that the grids are past their lifespan. You can usually tell they'll have like a discoloration. Um, they'll be a little darker. You won't be able to clean them as well. And you also may have some crack. The frame may be cracked inside. And the grids may be really thin in certain areas like the corners. And they may even have tears in them. That's a, a really good indication that they're really old if they have tears in them. So inspect the VE grids in your filter carefully. And if it looks like you need to replace them, go ahead and replace the grids. It's typically better to replace all eight grids at the same time. That way the lifespan with all the grids is the same. Uh, sometimes when I'm doing a customer's filter, I'll notice that there's some grids that are bad, but some still look pretty good. So I may do four at one time and then four the next time I clean it. But within the six-month period, you want to replace all of them so that they all match and they're all the same age. Typically, diatomaceous earth grids last about four or five years, and then they start to wear out. Again, one of the primary indicators of this is that you clean the filter, you recharge it with the proper amount of diatomaceous earth, and then you notice that the filter PSI has gone up 10 PSI within a week or two. And that's a good indication that it's time to change out the grids in the filter uh, because that's causing the problem. One more thing you may have to be aware of with the diatomaceous earth filter, if you do have maybe a cracked manifold or even the stem o-ring on certain types of the D filters or the grids are no good. If you have a quad D filter, you may have a tear in one of the cartridges um, and diatomaceous earth will go back into the pool making the pool cloudy. So a good indicator that there's diatomaceous earth in the pool is you'll see a gray powder Sometimes a dark gray powder if it's really if the diatomaceous earth is really dirty. Um, if it's brand new diatomaceous earth, it'll be a white powder on the bottom of the pool. And this is a good, good indicator that there's a problem with the filter. Either there's a cracked grid or maybe the manifold on top is cracked or the uh, air bleeder. There's like a, sometimes the filters will have a screen or maybe a piece of cloth on the air bleeder and that may be missing or broken or cracked, letting diatomaceous earth in. Regardless, one of those will one of those problems will let the diatomaceous earth back in through the return line, causing the pool to be cloudy, whites running. Also, if you have cracked grids or a cracked manifold, um, believe it or not, even a small crack in the grid, maybe one inch or half an inch, and you notice that the E is going back in the pool, the filter quality will be affected dramatically with the cracked grids. I'm not sure exactly why it's this way, but I've noticed that even small tears in the DE filter will cause the water quality to suffer tremendously. And you also have problems 
with um, algae, with it holding chlorine, um, just because the grids are not all intact. So again, that's one of the indicators, one of the contributing factors to the poor water quality with a D filter is that actually the grids themselves or the manifold has a crack, letting diatomaceous earth back in, not being a completely closed system, and so it's not going to filter well, and you'll notice the water quality is suffering in the pool. And so with a D filter, the if the elements are going bad, this is one of the main contributing factors to poor water quality because diatomaceous earth will get back into the pool. One way to test this before taking the filter apart is I like to take the DE scooper and put a scoop of DE into the skimmer and then I'll go by the return line and I'll watch it to see if diatomaceous earth comes back into the pool. If it does, and I know that the filter has, the grids are no good, sometimes you'll see particles, little particles of leaf, leaf going back in the return line and that's a good indicator. Other times I'll backwash it, put it back in filter mode and if I see diatomaceous earth or even dirt and debris going back in, I'll know that the grids or the manifold is cracked before taking it apart. But then of course once you take it apart you'll notice it right away when you clean off the grids. Sometimes there's a crack on the top of the manifold on the bottom end of it too. So be aware of that too. So I like to inspect the top manifold D filters carefully for a crack on the bottom. If you have a 2000 or 4000 Pentair series filter the top manifold is on the bottom and sometimes that'll crack also so be aware of that. Um, if you have a uh, top manifold filter, the bottom manifold is nothing you need to really be concerned about. It's the top manifold with the grid sit into or the bottom manifold on a um, 2000 or 4000 series with the grid sit in. And if you have a quad D filter, a lot of times the air bleeder in the center will be missing the screen. Um, go ahead and put a new screen on there and sometimes the cartridges aren't set all the way down. I've had that happen before also. Or the top black um, holder of the cartridges may not be all the way flush. So check all those. Um, but if you notice diatomaceous earth getting in with a quad type D filter or, or a cartridge type D filter, then I would change the cartridges in, in those filters also. I think the easiest filter to diagnose as having a bad element is the cartridge filter. Typically, if you have a single bullet, one cartridge type filter, uh, the PSI will definitely be a good indicator that the cartridge is, needs to be replaced. So in that case, uh, if the PSI is 15 or 12 when it's clean and it goes to 25 or 30, then you know the cartridge is probably bad. If you clean the cartridge, put it back in, and notice that the pressure didn't go down that much or the pressure went back up rapidly or the pool water quality didn't clear up after cleaning the cartridge filter, then you're going to need to change that cartridge out. If you have a four cartridge type filter, a 300 or 400 or 500 square foot cartridge filter, the PSI or the pressure gauge is not a really good indicator because they don't, it doesn't really move that much with the four cartridges. So if you clean it and it's at 20, but you don't see it go up to 30 or move at all from 20, but you still see poor water quality, that would be the indicator with a four cartridge filter because the PSI really doesn't move too much on that filter. I think it's because there's such a large square footage in that filter that it's not going to move that much. There's a lot of air filtration area in that filter, but you'll notice that the flow is bad or the pool water quality is not clearing up. So you want to change those cartridges out. Typically a cartridge will last, if it's a single cartridge, maybe six months. If it's the four cartridge type filter, you're going to get a good three or four years out of that. 
all my customers when they reach the three-year point, I change out the cartridge filters on the four cartridge type filters. If they have a single cartridge filter, every six months to a year, I'm changing out that cartridge for them and putting a new one in. If you notice that you have to change it a lot more often, maybe every month or so, you may have a really undersized cartridge filter in that case, and it's time to upgrade to a larger cartridge filter. But typically, the indicator of a single cartridge filter is that you clean it and the PSI goes back up rapidly or you notice that the water quality is still poor. And with the four cartridge filter, the water quality is your main indicator that it's not working properly or needs to be replaced. So definitely one of the big things you're going to notice right away when you change the cartridge is that the flow is a lot better and the pool should clear up pretty rapidly with the new cartridge in there. When you clean the cartridge, if you notice any tears in the material and the pleats, or in the fiber itself, or the fabric. Um, definitely it's time to change the cartridge filter out. Sometimes cracks on top will also cause um, the cartridge filter not to run properly. So all, if you have cracks on top of the cartridge filter in that rubber area, definitely change those out. And depending on your cartridge filter, the Jandy has a similar manifold to the D filter, and sometimes those will crack also, and that you have to replace that manifold, otherwise the cartridge filter won't work properly. With the other cartridge filters, the black top has to be on the cartridges securely, otherwise they're not gonna, it's not going to filter properly. So make sure that the black cap is on securely and that all four cartridges are covered and capped off on top of the cartridge filter so that it can work effectively. And so out of the three filter types, the cartridge filter is the easiest one for me to diagnose having a problem. And it's the easiest one to change out. You just buy a new cartridge. Now, if you have a cartridge filter and there's no markings on your tank because the weather has worn it off, then you can simply take that cartridge into your local pool store or find a local pool service provider that can come by and inspect your filter. And they can match up the cartridge by taking it in to your store. Sometimes there's a number on top of the cartridge. You can actually use that. Go online, type that number in and you can find the exact cartridge you're going to need to replace your cartridge with. Sometimes there's no numbers on the cartridge, depending on if it's a really generic. So you'll have to take it in and get it sized for your pool. So that may be the only difficulty with the cartridge filter is that if there's no label on it, sometimes it's harder to match up the cartridge. So you have to physically take it into a store or location so they can match the cartridge for you if you don't have a, any kind of label or any kind of number or reading or anything on top of the cartridge filter that you can read to see what you can use to match up with a new cartridge filter. So if you're experiencing poor water quality, I would suspect that the filter would be something that could be causing it if it's not anything with the runtime or with the pump itself. So definitely um, you know, use the tips I, I have in this podcast to inspect your sand filter, your D filter, and your cartridge filter and replace the filter elements if necessary in your D filter, which would be the grids or the cartridges for the quad D quad type D cartridges. Or if you have a cartridge filter, simply replace the cartridges. And with the sand filter, ultimately you may have to change the sand in your filter to get everything working properly and to have the, the water quality bounce back to the crystal clear quality that's necessary. So the filtration is one of the most important parts of your pool. And these are the indicators that I use when I'm out there on my route 
to check to see if it is a filter that's the problem depending on the filter type that I'm dealing with. If you're a homeowner looking for more resources for your pool care, definitely check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. I have an ebook available for $9.99, and it covers all these filtration types that I listed here. And if you do pool service for a living and you need more one-on-one -on -one help with your business, or if you're starting out, definitely check out my coaching program. And there are many more great discounts and benefits for being part of the coaching group. You can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.